0: History one
1: oh one extra credit. All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another Gaming History one hundred one extra credit. It is probably Metal Gear week over on Gaming History one hundred one when you are hearing this, and Jam and I are flooding the feed with tons of Metal Gear stuff in Metal Gear. Metal Gear. (laughs) In fascination for the release of Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh yeah. (laughs) Are you? Did you pre-order that? Are you getting that? I'm probably going to be getting it on last-gen consoles. <laughs> Actually, apparently the game looks fantastic on Ge- last-gen
0: I, I, consoles. I, it's, I love it for general curiosity,
1: really. Just curious, really, to see how it runs on them. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I played, I've played. i never played Phantom Pain on... Um, you mean Ground Zeroes? So. Sorry. God, I always get those screwed up. <laughs> I've never played Ground Zeroes on the PS4 or PC or anything like that. I've, I've only played yeah, on played PS3. Uh, and it was quite good on PS3. Um, mm. Obviously, we got it on PlayStation Plus for the PS4, which I'll be running through that again um, right before the release. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but the reason we've come here today, uh, we have various stuff. By this point, I'm betting... If it hasn't already posted, it will be soon uh, the entire playthrough of Metal Gear Solid 3. I'm doing a silent playthrough where basically I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. I just play the game and you watch and I edit out all the deaths. (laughs) (laughs) So that's basically what's going on with that. So that should be well underway. Um, don't you mean that you're that good friend that you don't need to edit out absolutely the <laughs> absolutely um, and uh i i don't edit out all the deaths like right in the beginning Hello. of the game i forgot that if you uh, where the gators are it's quicksand so i just walked to my death <laughs> <laughs> and i kept that in there um but i've been having fun with some of the the fourth wall breaking stuff too like yeah. like you can kill ocelot and get a uh, uh, and yep. it says, achievement yeah. yeah because you prevent the whole events that happen in the rest of the series <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought that was great so um but uh yeah so i've been doing some of those just to play around with it and let people see it um i haven't decided yet if i'm going to do a no kill play i always start off you know you play those first few hours and you're like oh yeah i could do a no kill play and then you get to later parts and oh actually i definitely won't want to no kill. I don't want to CQC all the bosses. I hate that seeing The <laughs> end is terrible. He oh dies of old age while you're trying to do it. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, that's not what we're talking about today, though. Nope. Um, we uh, oh, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> but I wanted to know what else people can see. We did do a podcast. Uh, it was me and Trees over the entire series of Metal Gear. So if you want like a two-hour overview of Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear through to Solid and 1, 2, 3, and 4 and all that stuff. You can listen to that. It's called Snake, Snake, Snake. You know, So you can just look up Snake and you'll find it. Um, another thing we've done is uh, w- there is the story so far. Of course, spoilers, but uh, it's a series of five articles that will get you caught up on the story uh, chronologically all the way through to Phantom Pain. So, yeah. Yeah, so if you're interested in that. Um, and then, of course, we have our game club. So, but what we're talking about today is, um, is, and I've got a clever title for it, From MSX to MGS. Oh, uh, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to talk about how basically Hideo Kojima was trying to create this stealth action game mm-hmm. and kept getting closer and closer, but never really got there until he hits Metal Gear Solid. So we're going to go back and look at Metal Gear 1 and 2 on the MSX platform. Mm-hmm. And we'll discuss a little bit about the NES port. Um, (laughs) Why (laughs) not? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then we will kind of get to Metal Gear Solid. So this is going to be more of a conversational thing. It definitely doesn't have a whole lot of facts per se, but we're going to be kind of just waxing about stuff. It will have spoilers. I think we should safely say that. Yeah. Um and it may end with a little bit of a heavy handed Metal Gear solid talk and so, sort of appreciation for that original game. <laughs> mm. So um but yeah, so I don't know, let's let's kick it off. So let's talk about Metal Gear. So uh, <laughs> yes, Metal Gear on the MSX. Uh, so the me- the MSX was the Microsoft uh, computer system. Microsoft. Yeah. What? Was mm. really? it
0: Microsoft computer system? Yes, that's the MSX. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually know that. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's weird. It's a Japanese mm. and Europe uh, microcomputer mm. uh, that comes out of uh, <laughs> um, here. I'll double check this, but I'm fairly certain. The MSX is blah, 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 blah. No, I'm really right. Microsoft led the project as an attempt to unify standards mm. among hardware makers. There you go. Um, and they were not released in America, of course. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So metal gear, uh, premieres on July 7th, 1987 in Japan for the MSX two. You do need the upgraded one to play yeah. this. Um, and uh, and this is an interesting game. So you play a solid snake who is clearly referential of <laughs> Snake Pliskin from. Uh John Carpenter's Escape from New York, yes. Um, He's got the eye patch and everything. (laughs) He smokes cigars, which was a big thing for Snake Pliskin as well. That's uh, accentuated in Escape from L.A., but those are really kind of the same movie twice. But then again, that's another thing that Metal Gear has in common with Escape (laughs) from whatever. But uh, um, the game uh, basically featured Snake uh, sneaking into – Outer heaven. <laughs> Outer heaven, yes. Mm. To infiltrate um, plans for uh, a nuclear strike and this, this apparent weapon called the Metal Gear. So that's where you get this from. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Jam, have you. You've played this, right? I've played it and finished it. Mm. Okay. I have not finished it yet. Mm. Uh, this one. Um, I'm getting there, but I'm not quite through it yet. Um by the way, I found all that lost footage. It was just moved in the folders. So maybe I'll complete my Metal Gear playthroughs too and mm. throw that online. But um But yeah, so uh in that game, you sneak in through a water system mm-hmm. and you hop into Outer Heaven. And your goal is more to sneak around than to fight. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know about you, but it's been my experience that fighting in most Metal Gear games, but particularly in this one, not a smart idea.
0: I, I would say that at least in this in this version, I think it gets really almost near impossible to fight in the second game, um, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But the first one, at least, there's you can kind of abuse the glitches in the game, which is why if you just go off screen, that usually is enough to deter the enemies and yep. to, re- to kind of reset everything. Because um, the first Metal Gear doesn't have a... Well, if we compare it to Metal Gear Solid, where it has that kind of alarm system that carries over to wherever screen you're on. Obviously, the MSX is static screens, uh, which we should obviously inform people. So each, you, it's kind of like you know, you, when, you, when you move into a screen, you instantly go into a different area.
1: Right, and that's why Kojima's design was kind of genius, mm. was because he could make this massive base and he could carry it over... But yeah. he knew that he needed to have a way to tell this big adventure without scrolling, right? Imagine Legend of Zelda without scrolling. It's very difficult, yeah. and it's quite jarring. So he comes up with this stealth mechanic that keeps you from actually trying to fight. Um, but yes, there are ways. And when people fall asleep, walk up to uh, them, I fell asleep. I feel asleep. Feel oh, asleep, wait, no. Yeah. He says, I fell asleep. It's in uh, the... NES version he says I fell asleep yeah uh but in this one yes he goes oh I fell asleep and they wake up they can wake up too once they (laughs) fall asleep um and uh and and there are no vision cones you just got to it's funny when you're trying to guess whether a guy's going to turn around or not sometimes their patterns are random and they see you and you're like oh my god (laughs) But it's funny because they only look in
0: um, sort of north, south, east, west directions. Yes, so you can directions. stand just to the slight to a 45 degree angle, and they won't see you <laughs> so it's, I did not know that. <laughs> so you're, you're always protected. You can literally be touching them, and they won't. They, and they, they'll look. They'll look in the direction that you are in. But if you're above their line of sight, their their vision only literally stretches like. It's, I guess it's like a bar that's completely it is like a like right angle. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Which means they also, though, have amazing vision. If you do penetrate that bar, mm. like if you're directly south yeah, of them, it, it doesn't the, matter you can, if you're yes, across yeah. the room; they can see you. Uh, which was not the also. case in Metal Gear. In Metal, <laughs> yeah. in Metal Gear Solid, in Metal Gear Solid, there were times where you're looking right at a guy. You go into the first person, and you're looking right at him, mm-hmm. and he can't see you because the vision cone. But uh, but yeah yeah. Um, and when they see you, it does the, booloo, and then there's an exclamation point that goes over his head. And everyone in the room and everyone in the adjacent room pretty much, yeah, come after you and you die. Um. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, you, you get different weapons throughout the game. Like you can eventually use a pistol, but it's pretty easy to, uh, the AI is not too smart. They're using their numbers to kind of overwhelm them. Yeah. Um, and then there's, but there's lots of the building blocks. The, the the my appreciation for the foundation of what will become Metal Gear um, solid, uh, which is the uh, first of all the key cards. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Uh, the utilization of different things like gas mask rooms, mm-hmm. um, and having to flip out the gas mask for the key card in order to leave the room. So you have to take some damage. Mm-hmm. Navigating missiles. Um, dogs. Good old dogs. Well, mm, they're not really a
0: massive staple until maybe maybe we get, when they get back to um, Metal Gear Solid 3. In fact, if anything, they kind of go away, really.
1: Yeah, I don't know if dogs are in the first... No, they're not in Metal Gear Solid. They're not in
0: Solid, yeah. yeah. They're, in, they're in Metal Gear Solid 3, interesting yeah. enough. But it almost feels like they've been brought back just to kind of pay
1: tribute to the original. Yes, yes. Um, and the dogs also only move in cardinal directions, so you can have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> you can have some fun with running around corners and stuff with the dogs too. Uh, it, yeah, th- this game is as fun to exploit as it is to play. Um, one of my favorite exploits is the infinite uh, respawning infinite, yeah. uh, items, which really helps if you're playing this game. Actually, yes, this game's not that easy, um, mm. and if you get seen, it can oftentimes lead to death. So if you skate out with only like a little bit of health and you find a room with a ration, that's amazing cuz you can get a ration, eat it, leave the room, come back, get a ration, eat it, leave the room, yep. come back. <laughs> backtracking. You can just stock up. Yeah, and backtracking is a bit of a bitch though. Yeah, that that is one of the biggest killers of
0: this game and it it's it, it gets to a it gets to a point that there's one stage um, well not really stage cuz it's all just one big sort of level but um, it gets to one moment where you literally, you have to go, it's it's the typical, you get to a wall, you hit a wall, it's like, go find this item. You go back and find the item. You literally just get through the door and it says you need to find another item. You're like, fuck. It's always like somewhere really far away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely. Um, uh, It should be pointed out though, this does set up some interesting storylines that are in um, later games. So for starters you play a solid snake yep. um big boss is the head of the um the That's outer him. heaven yes he's alive where he's not alive in metal gear solid oh well you're the impression he's died but <laughs> okay we'll put it that way um again the storyline yeah yeah is no, no completely sorry, convoluted. about the second game no, solid he is dead <laughs> oh yes well and yeah 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 um in Solid, he is presumed dead, at least. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and once you learn later on in time, it's interesting because Big Boss is actually Naked Snake from Metal Gear Solid 3, so mm-hmm. um, you are hunting yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Do you fight Big Boss at the end of Metal Gear? Yep. Okay, you do. the MSX okay. version, you do, yep. <laughs> yes, okay. Um so maybe we should get into a little bit of that is there anything uh for the series staple stuff again the item collection is one part of it uh having signature boss battles is very much yeah. a part of this game mm-hmm. um I'm trying to remember do you fight vulcan raven in this one no you don't there's no
0: vulcan raven in this one but they there's some of the bosses they do have uh really stupid names, like um, Machine Gun Kid and stuff.
1: Ah, Machine Gun tea, kid. <laughs> Which
0: Kid. But in but a way, though, this did obviously, like you were saying, earlier, it just does lay the foundations for what... Because um, this is a staple for Metal Gear Solid series, is boss ba- bosses with weird names. And <laughs> that just
1: pop out of nowhere. There
0: is yes. no wording about these bosses in Metal Gear. <laughs> oh, no, they they just appear. They get, they do like a little speech, like a mini speech, like in every Metal Gear mm-hmm. game. And then
1: they perform... <laughs> this Uh, is is probably the the only metal gear where they they keep it short (laughs) and you do have the call sign you do use the uh what is what is the name for your little ptt Uh, thing codec your codec your codec is Mm -hmm. definitely a part of this game um (laughs) snake looks a little interesting in the box art you only have a metal gear for the msx game in america he looks like hicks from uh yeah (laughs) yeah michael bean um and then in the game itself, doesn't he look like kind of like Dusty, like the the radio station intern? Like he mm-hmm. doesn't really look like an agent or anything in the game. But uh, and everybody in Outer Haven is some shirtless big buff dude. They all look Absolutely. like they came out of Predator. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it, so it lays the foundation for the boss battles. It lays the foundation for all the weapons. You have a pretty sizable inventory by the end of this game. Are you ready for the names of the bosses, Fred? I'm
0: ready. I'm, <laughs> I can't so, wait. So, Shot Maker. Yes. Machine Gun Kid. Then my favorite, my personal favorite, Fire Trooper. Ah,
1: Fire Trooper, which is basically the Fury for a boss fight again. Yes, 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 yes. We should point out the Machine Gun Kid is a kid with a machine gun. Um, <laughs> yeah, Fire that. Trooper is a dude walking with a flamethrower. Like they're not fucking around here. <laughs> And this is yeah. uh, oh sorry yes. As I was gonna say, then you have bloody
0: Brad and then my favorite Dirty Doug. <laughs> bloody
1: Brad and Dirty Doug. <laughs> yeah, I know. Doesn't sound like two guys you'd go see like wrestle each other in like an underground fighting <laughs> thing? <laughs> um, so now I've I I haven't gotten here yet, and maybe I've just avoided it. But is there ever a time where you walk outside and full blown take on a tank? Yeah, there is there is a tank battle and there's okay. a there's a helicopter battle as well. Okay, all right, so, um, so there's those which I'd like to believe those are Vulcan Raven and somebody else just hiding in there, um, <laughs> but uh, and then eventually you will get to uh, Metal Gear, but it's actually an AI, isn't it? It's a computer. That's on the NES version. That's the in, NES version. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So in the MSX in the M- version, yeah. yes, you fight a Metal Gear in the MSX version. You fight a Metal Gear, okay, and then you fight Big Boss, or do you fight mm-hmm. a Metal Gear? Which, what order is it? You fight a Metal Gear first, and then you fight B- Big Boss.
0: Um, okay. it's quite a good. It's actually quite exciting in the final battle in, in the game because um, you you fight a Metal Gear first, um, which is quite a mm-hmm. tough battle actually, and then there's a like self destruct timer kind of like Metroid style, mm-hmm. and then you meet Big Boss at the end, and the timer's still counting down, so you have to defeat him
1: and escape before the timer expires which is again if you have never played metal gear and you have played metal gear solid you're probably finding a lot of similarities here mm. <laughs> um, of course, yeah. but it's kind of cool how this stuff all existed way back then yeah so he has outer haven on a self destruct mm. right does he that's right that yeah what, yeah what happens in this okay mm-hmm. um and uh the, I guess the last question I have for you is when you die in this game for the most part you end up in the elevator shaft. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah. Okay, well, so well, when you die on metal gear do you get well, to it, go fight metal gear directly or no,
0: it's not that bad actually. You okay. you get sent back to kind of like I guess just like the nearest major event, I guess. Okay. Like, like a major, like major story, story section. Because even though the MSX version is obviously a very you know, simplistic uh, machine compared to today's standards, they still put plot into this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a decent there's amount a of it, actually. yeah. a and of story. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, the, it's localized on Metal Gear Solid 3, the HD edition. It's also in Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence on the PlayStation yeah. 2. These are the ways you can play these games. It did get a fan translation, which is okay. Uh, but this was an all-new Konami-based, uh, I think Hideo yeah. Kojima helped out translation he did, yeah. that was in subsistence. So that's kind of cool. Because uh,
0: he's in the credits for it. Right? We okay. you know when they do in the credits where they say the conversion or the... What does it, translation, they say port, localization,
1: it. yeah. Um, um,
0: one thing to mention, actually, about this version, because um, I played it on the Vita... There's a really cool bit at the end, Fred, where there's The Kojima loves to break-the-fourth-wall stuff. And he does that. And again, this is something that links to the um, the PlayStation game as well, where he does throw a few things at like that in this game. There's a bit where Big Boss calls you on the codec and says, he actually says, Snake, turn off the system now. And if you're playing on a Vita, it will say, turn off the PlayStation Vita right now. Oh, really? <laughs> Which actually blew my mind, because I was expecting him to say the MSX version. <laughs> right. So-
1: that's crazy but yeah,
0: i looked it up on youtube because i haven't played the actual msx original version but he says he says on the msx version turn off the msx system uh-huh. so and if you play it so if you play fruit fred on the ps3 he'll probably tell you turn off the ps3 system or or the yeah. 360 or whatever I bet, and i quite yeah. like that and that's a local, that's a that's a clever little touch actually so well done for them to, for doing that port.
1: yeah yeah no that's pretty awesome um i do love fourth wall breaking stuff and, and kojima loves to do it um the last part that I forgot to mention is there are also cameras in this game. So cameras are there, but they're the not album. the cameras you know of. They're cameras on tr- on tracks, on limited tracks, but they're a bitch. They're, they're,
0: they're, they're, like, uh, they're like the enemies where you can't hide underneath them. The only way to kind of escape their
1: lives is to hide in the cardboard box, which is actually useful in this game. <laughs> so- yeah, cardboard box is very useful in this game. Um, but uh, it's very useful against cameras. I don't know if, how useful it is against guys. Um,
0: uh, it's it's pretty useful yeah it's, as long as you don't fall into the 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 pathway the walking pathway you're fine
1: okay cool uh, but they don't get they don't
0: do what they do in solid where they like walk up to it and go huh, what's this box
1: doing here <laughs> it's just like... right they just kind of walk past it <laughs> yeah it's fantastic um i don't know uh so yeah so you get the basic building blocks um the game is mostly about just using up down left right and walking yeah um, <laughs> but uh but with what is it, three, four stories and uh, lots of different rooms and stuff like that. You also get to see Grey Fox for the first time, which yep. he will go he's on and become the the, <laughs> the, the, the the cyborg ninja. Um, but uh, He's not very exciting in this game. He literally he's only he's only very brief cameo. He's tied up, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just a prisoner.
0: He's a prisoner he's, you respect like, him, he gives you a hit.
1: Yeah. You guys definitely have a strong connection, though. That much is clear, even in this game. Um, You (laughs) you high-five and drink a beer. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, All right. So with that, Hideo Kojima gets the... Oh, well, let's talk a little bit about the NES port. So the NES port is highly criticized. Now, Jam, you didn't grow up with the NES, right? No, I didn't. (laughs) Okay. Some people say it's pretty good. Uh, First of all, from a graphics standpoint, it kind of holds up um oh yeah
0: yeah the, the graphics aren't all bad
1: yeah. yeah the graphics aren't bad and uh also the um the music is different though um mm-hmm. it's got a pretty cool soundtrack though uh, <laughs> have you ever heard the metal gear nes soundtrack i have actually yeah okay because like uh i i, I say i want to cut it in here and maybe i will but uh, just in case i don't um the uh the soundtrack on the nes or on the msx is like bum 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 yep. bum but a bum that's bum, it bum.
0: <laughs> and uh and uh, interesting what? point is um if you play female gear solid on playstation if you play the vr training missions fred yes. the soundtrack
1: is remixed into those levels nice that's great <laughs> Um, well, and on the, uh, on the NES, it's, it's a little different. It's like, it's very different. Actually. It's like a uh, bum, 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 it's, it's, yeah, it's a very interesting thing. And with that one, you actually don't sneak into outer Haven, uh, from the water system. You actually parachute in and there's a huge sequence where you have to fight your way through the jungle. Yep. <laughs> um, with dogs and guards and people feeling asleep and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and, um, and you can get to the gates of Outer Haven and not figure out how to get in. Um, uh, uh, there is a part where there are trucks and you get into the trucks and then started to move the truck has or something. It says it's a terrible yeah. translation. And the interesting thing is you have to ride trucks in Metal Gear as well on the MSX, and it takes yeah. you to certain locations. Well, in this one, they screwed up the locations, so you don't go where you're supposed to go or where the game tells you to go. That's um, right, yeah. Yeah, so you have, to, you have to ride it a couple of times. The other thing is you do the tank battle when you have nothing but a pistol. <laughs> uh, in in the NES version, it's pretty frustrating. It's like one of the first things you do is that you don't even get wow. into Outer Heaven, and you have to do the tank battle first.
0: Well, the tank battle is 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 tough on the MSX version as well. But it's mm-hmm. um, but it but it's obviously manageable with because obviously one of the biggest problems of the NES version is the health system was bullshit. Because at least in the MSX, if you get hit, you you do your little flashy motion and you can't get hurt for a bit of time. But in the NES, it drains constantly.
1: (laughs) Yes, it literally just... It was like pulling the plug in a bathtub. Like, it just (laughs) drains. Um, Also, I don't think the items replenish themselves if you leave a room and come back in the NES version. But I could be wrong about that. Um, But... uh, and then, yeah, and then at the end, you actually just – you don't have a Metal Gear fight. You just have an AI computer. <laughs> yeah, it's like you just throw a rocket or something at it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, sh- you kill the computer. <laughs> kill the internet. So. <laughs> now, it might have the big boss battle. I can't remember. I think it does, but, uh, okay. yeah. I That's don't know anybody who've gotten, who've gotten that far. I was going to uh, say, it's NES a tough version. game. The NES version's bullshit. Um, <laughs> it has some passwords though. I know there's a pre-game code where you can just get to the end of the game with all the items, and you just basically walk out the front door and get the ending. But uh, I wonder if there's an unlimited health code because that that makes this whole game pretty easy if you have an unlimited health code. Mm. But anyway, so let's move on to Metal Gear Two. Metal Gear 2 released in 1990 on the MSX. Not to be mistaken for the 1988-89 game um, on the NES called Snake's Revenge, Metal Gear 2. (laughs) Kojima did not approve that. Kojima did not make that. It is a side-scrolling, weird, fucked-up game. Um, Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake on the MSX, which was never localized until these subsistence games. They are found on the same subsistence games I talked about for the first game. Um... With a new localization, uh, is getting closer to Metal Gear Solid. In yeah, many I would ways, say so. they change things up a lot. The other thing is, yes, battle is much less common. It's much harder to fuck with guys because they do have the full blown alert system.
0: Yeah, if you leave the room, they will. Yeah, they'll pursue
1: you. They'll follow you. It's it's this is a really hard game. <laughs> Very hard game. I have played a little bit of it, but yeah. I've never gotten too far. But to be fair, I don't know about you, Jam, but like when I was younger, when Metal Gear Solid first came out on the yeah. PlayStation, I borrowed it from a friend who got it and said it was the most amazing game in the world. And that game is very restrictive if mm. you've never played it before and you don't really have a guide or anything, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think sneaking into Outer Haven is a bitch. Um, <laughs> I think that first fight with Vulcan Raven is a bitch. It's it's pretty rough.
0: Mm.
1: Now I can knock it, right through it. So, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah. So anyway, you were saying.
0: I was gonna say, um, solid snake. Um, this 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 felt, feels like you know uh, this has the a lot of resemblance to uh, Metal Gear Solid on um, on PlayStation. Um, they do. It, some people even argue that, as some people say to this day, that it's almost like uh, this is like Solid is a remake of this game. But I, I don't really agree with that. And obviously, if you actually look at the plot, it's nice, obviously completely it's quite different.
1: From yes, that. we should point out Snake gets an upgrade uh, in what he looks mm-hmm. like. Um, Snake now in this game looks kind of like uh, I'm trying to think of who this guy looks like. <laughs> Hold on, real quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What I love
0: is in the original MSX version of this game, um, Snake on the codec because they actually put the codec pictures on there with That's what I'm talking about. Time. That's yeah. Yeah, he looks kind of worried, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, of, you know,
1: you know who he looks like. He looks to me like David um, uh, Hasselhoff. Yeah, that's actually a good <laughs> resemblance, I'd <I'll> say. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but interesting enough, Fred is if you play this on the um, on the place on the HD collection and. Um, or I imagine it's the same for the PlayStation 2 version as well, they've changed the sprites of the characters in the codec conversations. They've made Snake look more like Snake in the later titles. Oh, really? Yeah, as well as, like, Colonel Campbell. They've updated all of the characters. Yes, because so Colonel
1: that... Campbell literally looks like the the general in Rambo. Yes, yeah, what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, but there might have been some legalities to that, if you want to know the Maybe, honest yeah. truth. That may be why they did it. Um there are lots of games in Japan that kind of like laugh in the face of copyright, mm. and they get into a lot of trouble when they come over here, uh, where most of these copyright holders live. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, But yes, the original sprites for uh, Snake are just hilarious to me. Um, and he doesn't have his eye patch. Yeah, I guess he did have his eyes in these. I guess Snake has both did? eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking big boss, Fred. <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> but uh but anyway um well i look forward to uh to seeing uh or to, to paying attention i guess i just never paid attention to snake in uh in metal gear 2 when i played it uh i didn't pl- i played it a long time ago when the hd collection first came out just to see if it was there mm. but uh anyway <clears throat> but yeah like the first things i noticed was there is the ducking and crawling mechanic you can go prone and crawl yeah This is a huge mechanic in this game. Um, In fact, it's how you break into Outer Haven. Do you go back to Outer Haven? Or is this a different... No, no, no. This is Zanzibar Land. Oh, that's
0: right. (laughs) 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 Zanzibar...
1: zanzibar
0: the plot of this game is pretty nuts though and i don't think that i think even kojima doesn't really make this plot completely canon with the series now because basically the story is zanzibar land has all of the nukes in the world <laughs> 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 and they also um the like it has this whole like fuel fuel supplies are running low and everything like whole, cold like, like, yeah. war over <laughs> it's a very hot war now <laughs> mm. but wow so it's pretty it's, it's quite obviously you know this game was made years and years ago and I don't you know even though Kojima, I think I get the impression he did kind of like a George Lucas where he wanted to make a bigger game he wanted to make a game like solid eventually but obviously the technology wasn't available at the time so so obviously he went, he went this is what he this is the next best thing and to be
1: honest this this game really does push the boundaries of the MSX I agree yeah I mean and anything at that time mm. like graphically it looks really good. Um, and it's doing some really crazy things. Like you've got a HUD at all times. I don't know how they pulled that off. Yeah. Um, right. Cause do, isn't there, isn't there a map that always tells you where a, guys yeah, are? Yeah.
0: There's a, there's a, you have the radar in this one.
1: Yeah. Which so, it tells you where enemies are off screen. Yes. So. That's what I mean. Yeah. So you can plan for them. Um, lots of vent crawling. I remember yep. that, especially <laughs> early on, which is fair. Cause you do a lot of vent crawling in metal gear solid. Um, mm but uh have you have you played through this game
0: i play i played through it but i haven't completed it this, this is a okay. tough game i find it's quite it's a lot harder than the, the it, well in compare, not that's that's not to say that the original is easy but it's this one is a lot tougher than that one in my opinion because of the um there's only when i was talking about the the alert system is very unforgiving <laughs> in this game gotcha there's kind of this um which is because that's the thing. This is something that Solid would improve, in my opinion. It'll make it a lot easier to get out of detection. In this game, the slight problem they have is when you go. The, obviously, in the original game, if you go off screen, the alert is lifted completely. But in this game, when you go off screen, there's this kind of. I think it, it almost feels like a glitch. There's an enemy is always going to appear behind you, and most of the areas you walk into, you just you can't run away without being spotted again. And it lifts. It brings the alert back up to like 100 percent again. So, mm-hmm. so it's got the it's got the countdown timer. So it just feels. It's it's quite dragging after a while. You think, oh god! And the only way to lift the alarm completely is you can either destroy all the enemies on the screen and just wait for like the evasion thing to um, go away, or find an elevator and that will that will um, wipe the alarm off. But you mm. might not always be in that area, so right. it, it's very. T- and also the enemies, um, you know, I was taking, I was joking about how they're easy to abuse in the first game. This one, they are pretty on the ball this time. They will turn around. They will. They quite regularly. Their patterns are a bit not as um, easy to follow. As the first game, it can be a bit more sporadic. Yeah, so they'll, yeah. They'll turn around quite regularly. They're, they won't be. They won't follow What's the saying? exact same. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they do that
1: actually. So you can knock on walls this time, which is yes. quite impressive. You got the wall so, knock yeah. and the question mark thing mm-hmm. where they go investigate stuff.
0: And they, they, there's also there's, there's a big sound mechanic in it in general. Like if you walk over the gratings, that all up like, do the whole like oh ding, what was that ding, noise? Ding, ding, ding.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. You have to worry about that stuff. Hmm. um now, when you die, do you go back to the elevator? <laughs> uh, you go back... No, you don't go...
0: Well, you you will if you get to an elevator, which they're not as prominent in this game, but this time um, you go back to kind of like the main section. So, like, for example, it, when you first enter Zanzibar Land, when you get into, like, the main complex. If you die, you'll just go back to the beginning of that. But you do get pushed back fairly far again, which is, especially in this game, it can be really jarring. <laughs> so- gotcha. Um, so are there bosses there is yeah there's a lot of bosses in this just like the original um the first one probably this time i think they put a little bit more thought into it um that well actually saying that is quite interesting with this game because um they there's obviously a found they they changed the translation obviously because the original (laughs) msx version the first boss thread is called um black color or something, and I felt like, and I guess get, I guess they thought that must have come across racist or something. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Gee, well, um, actually, I don't know. It. I, I don't know. No, I'm I know. sure. I, I I don't know. It, you know, whether or not that would be perceived as racist. Is it a, Is it an African American? Fighter. I, you can't tell these sprites. We should gotcha. we should point out these
0: sprites are. But it's very hard to tell very crude to at them. They're pretty yeah. crude. But they changed the name from Black Color to Black Ninja in the um in ah. the. The version that you have so so that's black ninja so, the, so this is the, we've got to go through the bosses again of course so you've got black ninja you have running man you've got yes. red blaster of course. Um, four horsemen <laughs> jungle evil <laughs> and my personal favorite night fright <laughs> yes night fright and that, those are the main ones the other two are basically familiar characters from the other games as well which I won't really spoil here just in case people want to play through it but um yeah. but but the um, but those are the, yeah those are like the main because sure, like with um, with Metal Gear Solid you know they have what they called the group of people is it is it, it's not Foxhound it's something else oh no, um, well
1: Foxhound Foxhound is our organization yeah yeah
0: but there's always, that, they always that, like they like the but ones on sort Solid free they have like the, the, Fox homes, die. They? the what. Yeah, in Metal Gear Solid sort 3, of they're called the Cobras, aren't they? You know, the end, the
1: pain, the... Yes, theory the Cobras. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, Fox Die is the uh, program, the the Metal Gear program. But, uh, or the... the well, uh, the thing that kills The big people, boss yeah. program, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, all right. So, uh, yeah, so Metal Gear 2 ramps things up a little bit, makes things mm-hmm. a little more fine-tuned. But again, it's still basing... Largely on the origins of, of the first game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I don't know how it ends. Do you?
0: Have you uh, watched the you- playthrough? I, I pretty yeah I think I pretty much watched play through this um the well well, well this uh, so spoilers obviously for anyone that wants to play through the ending but you you, you find you find a Metal Gear again Fred because that's what these big games are all about so get out of so,
1: here <laughs> so it's
0: another Metal Gear and you destroy the Metal Gear and um you you meet big boss again and you put him down and then this time it's under the impression that you put him down for good really gotcha bearing in mind this is like crude sprite and i don't i don't think I, I think it's safe to say that kojima didn't quite know where he was going with the series at this stage really i don't think he knew that i, don't I think, think he, he
1: was just offended that they made a uh a yeah. sequel <laughs> on nintendo and he was like fuck them i'll make uh, I, no i got another metal gear i know what i'm doing just let me do it uh, i'll <laughs> say
0: i don't think he intended to make sort of a game like snake Eater later i don't think he intends to necessarily do a prequel um, especially of how big boss is portrayed in these first two games in the msx games because he he does come across as a very generic bad guy i yes. mean in the first game of Skates, he does this like dialogue scene where he's just like oh i took you on as a rookie and i you know because i didn't expect you to get this far but now i am going to take you down
1: it's just like <laughs> yeah exactly it, it, it's pretty rambo but <laughs> it's pretty rambo yeah um so uh yeah and again, this, uh, but this game, it's it's very interesting how many similarities it does have to Metal Gear Solid. It um, is, yeah, to the point that I think that's the. I think Metal Gear Two is that weird historical context thing where, like, play it if you want. Uh, much like Street Fighter One, like, play it if you want. It's no big deal if you don't. But it starts to give you an idea of, you know, what what Kojima was trying to do. Mm. And uh, it's surprising how much of that he was able to pull off on the MSX. I just found something interesting here as well, Fred, just because when I was talking about the boss battles, actually, it wasn't
0: just um, Black Color was, that was changed. It was a few, a few of the bosses were changed from the original version. Ah. So, um, so Black Color, were basically, these, there's four bosses that had their names changed. Probably, and I think one of them particularly, I would agree with you, it must have been because they were worried about sort of um, like maybe lawsuits or something with the character sprite pictures. So one of them, the Jungle Evil boss was supposed to be called Pred- was originally called Predator.
1: jungle evil is
0: predator um night fright was night sight (laughs) i don't know
1: why i changed that one but (laughs) that's great
0: and four horsemen was originally ultra box
1: ultra box i love it Mm. um i can tell you why they changed ultra box you can't have that name that's just inappropriate um (laughs) i was looking at my desk i think it's really funny you know metal gear uh solid had a uh three game box set yeah. And for some reason, I got rid of Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 from Seven that box set <laughs> uh, and kept Metal Gear 1 for some reason. And I have the original Metal Gear 1, so I have no <laughs> idea why I did that. Is oh that well. weird? Oh, well. We never got that box set over here. Uh, uh, ah, yeah. well, you got the HD collection. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, and then what will eventually come to fruition is kind of the pinnacle where the series becomes the stealth espionage uh what do they call it St- tactical espionage tactical action, espionage action something. <laughs> yeah. T.E.A. Metal Gear Solid Which uh, has you doing exactly what you kind of did in the first game, which is you are infiltrating Outer Heaven, complete with coming in through the water system like you were yep. before. Um, only, I believe, Outer Heaven, is it Heaven or Haven? Heaven. Heaven. Heaven, okay. I believe Outer Heaven oh, was... Oh, God, that going to be... I'll look it up. No, it's fine. Was in a warmer climate in Metal Gear 1, whereas it's obviously... Yeah, in it's like a, a deadhead jungle and everything, so... Yeah, in a very cold climate in Metal Gear. Yeah, Solid, Outer Heaven is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this uh, sets up, um, you know, Liquid Snake is actually the leader mm-hmm. in this one, who you find out very relatively early on. I don't even... Actually, I guess it's not early on. The torture sequence with Revolver Ocelot... So where is that in the grand scheme of the game? I guess that's farther than the halfway point. Yeah, you find I'm out he's up your here brother. as well. Um
0: yeah, Foxhound was the name of Liquid, um Liquid Snake's sort of crew that met bad
1: people. So. Yeah, Foxhound. Yeah, that's what mm. I thought. Um and uh yeah, it's it's a you're trying to stop uh you know, the Metal Gear project all over again. <laughs> Started <laughs> by Metal Big Gear. Boss, yeah. Um, but you are the legendary Solid Snake now.
0: Um, yeah, he's like a celebrity as well. I, that's yeah. what I loved when you first played through this game. Is like straight away, everyone's like,
1: all the code at court's like, oh my God, you're Snake. <laughs> oh, you're Snake. And Snake's kind of flirty. Checking out butts a oh, lot. Gosh, yeah, Checking he out that in the, Um, He's a bit flirty in Solid Snake as well, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, they, yeah. They, they increase the dialogue in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if there are any women in Metal Gear 1. Yeah, there's ones that you can um, call on the codec. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, But, uh, yeah, he's definitely flirtatious, especially when you bump into Meryl in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) 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 Basically, every woman in the game, including... um, well okay maybe not i was about to say what was her name sniper wolf <laughs> sniper <laughs> so. wolf
1: boobs hanging out yeah they check out her butt him and i think it's hilarious revolver ocelot is about to torture you i do yeah. want to talk about this torture sequence because i think it's important in the grand scheme of this game but revolver ocelot's about to torture you you're tied up in a torture contraption, shirtless and sniper wolf like flirts with you and walks away. And as she's walking away, it's you and ocelot checking out her ass, talking about um, you know how deadly it is when she falls in love with one of her uh, with one of her uh, soon to be victims. Um, so I-, I think it's funny, but um, yeah, and it, it kind of builds on everything. Uh, I do think the vision cones is a cool idea. Yeah, um, it allows you to be. That tactical operative you want to be. Um, And uh, definitely the standing and ducking mechanic is a huge portion of this game. Um, There's also uh, leaning against walls. I do like that they played a lot with perspective. More so than I think I remembered. So, like, usually it's somewhat of a top-down view. um, But uh, you can switch to first-person mode. And it also turns into some, like, action camera angle when you lean up against a wall. Hmm. And like you said sound is a big part of this knocking um uh you can, like run through puddles and then run through puddles oh, the and leave footprints stuff like that. Yeah, footprints. <laughs> whose footprints are these Yep, yep yep, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I love that when a guy just starts following you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of walk him on a wild goose chase that, that's into a mine. Yeah, everyone loves that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and they notice the box. They go if the box doesn't belong there. They'll lift up the cardboard box, and you'll be caught. Um, it's quite fun doing that as well for the fellow. It, it takes a
0: while. They like they like like inspecting it, and then they're like <laughs> looking and they're like, ooh, "What's this?" <laughs> yeah. It's a
1: kind of fun, yeah, little experiment to see how they respond to the box. But uh, so yeah, so there's that kind of stuff going on, um, and they definitely ramp everything up though because there's like. There are thermal goggles. Sometimes you have to see people in disguise mm-hmm. or see infrared beams. Um, there's night vision. Um, and uh, and then there are a lot of different weapon types and whatnot. Um, and then, of course, the boss battles. So, uh, The bosses certainly have more personality in, in Solid. <laughs> Revolver Ocelot and Volver Sniper Raven. Wolf and Vulcan Raven and... Um, Psycho Mantis, to, Psycho Mantis. How can I forget the most important one? <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then, of course, Liquid Snake mm-hmm. and Metal Gear. I
0: I, I, I love Liquid Snake. He's just like he's just like your typical generic bad nineties bad guy with long flocking hair. <laughs> it's
1: just, and, and British, you know what? British his voice <laughs> is it's yeah, great. his voice is great. His, th- I noticed that the other than David Hayter who wasn't. That known to me at the time that Solid, that Metal Gear Solid came out, uh, there are a couple of people who were regular voice actors on lots of television, like Jennifer cartoon Hale shows. Jennifer in this. Um, She's Naomi oh, Hunter. Yeah. Jennifer Hale, yeah, she's Naomi. Yeah, is a femme fatale. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. She, she actually also. I um, thought she was Meryl. Also,
0: no, Meryl was uh, Debbie Way uh, May West. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Jennifer Hell, interesting enough, was also Emma Emmerich in Metal Gear Solid 2, which is interesting. So she kind of <laughs> continued in the game.
1: Yeah, uh, that's cool. Um, I think yeah, she was
0: obviously did. Naomi in the fourth game as well, but I'm, I'm, I'll look that up.
1: Probably. Um,
0: Liquid Snake was Cam Clark. Okay. So the-
1: yeah, there's there's a couple of people who were just voices that I recognized from cartoon shows. Oh, we should also mention what
0: was interesting about Solid. Um, In the PlayStation version, remember they didn't give the real names for the actors. You know, they do that little thing where they, Uh when they do the whole, they introduce the character and uh, they say snake and then they have in brackets who plays it. Well, it's actually not the actual person who plays it. Like they say for David Hayter in the first game, it's Sean Barker. Oh, really? I
1: didn't notice that. And James Flinders in this for Liquid Snake. (laughs) (laughs) They also do some pretty crazy stuff that's fourth wall breaking as you have talked about. Yeah. They, they really go crazy of that in this, um, in this game. <laughs> Psychomantis likes to use the vibration for the dual shock to move it and around. Invade your memory card. <laughs> yes. And it's if you have color. a symphony of the night, I see you like, what is it? Konami games or no, I think that's what he says for Um uh, He says, well, like, yeah, well, any, any, well, see any you like Konami Castlevania games, but, in, like games. Castlevania, yeah. but I think he says something specific about Castlevania. Um, like to play castlevania (laughs) yeah and uh and then of course you know the one of the easiest ways to beat him is to unplug your controller from the first controller port and into the second um Mm. the other thing i forgot was during the torture sequence um naomi will heal you by making the controller vibrate on your arm make you feel better oh yeah i remember that yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that was pretty good um and uh I'm trying to think about... It. There There are a couple other things they do. Um, the, in order to find out Merrill's number yeah, on the, the codec, code number, you have to look at the, of the back, back of the of CD the, case. Yeah. That's That for
0: me and my brother for ages. But I don't know. I don't seem so stupid at the time. You're like thinking, what, what fucking CD case?
1: Look at the <laughs> case. It's right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see here. I'm looking at the CD. Oh, there it a, is. 140.15. And it says Merrill. <laughs> look at that. Mm. it is on the cd case <laughs> i mean i knew it was but still you know everyone says that and then you're, you're always like did anyone go back and look if like they changed the cd case or anything yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh, no it it is. it is it's 140.15 but um but yeah that's uh that's an interesting uh little thing um but uh, and and again, the torture sequence is most significant to me because you had to press the circle button at a ridiculous pace. Well, I think if you play it on
0: like the hardest difficulty setting, it's near impossible. I've heard it's like okay. almost it can't be done. I've heard, but that's, that's just how I've heard anyway. But um, but but, but it is it's doable. It, and if you can cheat, if you have like a um, rapid fire joystick or something, but uh. no, you can't.
1: It'll tell. Really? It can tell yes. Yeah. He says, "I'll know if you use a rapid fire."
0: Oh yeah, he does, doesn't he? I remember. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> cannot do that.
1: Uh, the trick that everybody universally says works is you hold down a thin pencil or pen mm-hmm. on triangle, yeah, and you move it back and forth really fast so that it presses the button and it's unpresses like some the button. Stuff. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It's some some pretty crazy stuff. I just laid the controller down and just went to town, uh, tapping the That's button what really I did. fast. Yeah, I put it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and. You don't have to do too many. I think you have to survive two torture sessions. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. If you call Otacon right away, you can either get the ketchup up to do that, or when the guy gets the shits uh, on the second <laughs> round, you can just... Uh, he even says something like, Oh, those burritos! <laughs> then he runs. It's so terrible. Poop humor never ceases to make me laugh. But uh, And then you can hide With, under yeah. the bed. Or if you fail consistently, the door
0: will just be open. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, if you keep failing. so. <laughs> I, mean, I played through once and I messed up the catch up trick and I messed up the bed trick. And then I think if you do, like, if it's on like the fourth or fifth attempt, the door's just open. <laughs> oh, uh, the, the
1: ninja. The, nin- comes the ninja saves stage. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've never been able to survive that long. And if you, I think what's significant here is if you die, you do get a game over. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he even continue. says there's no there's no say, Yeah, You had to have saved before. Because I think it's like Mei-Lin calls you and said, I have a really bad feeling. <gasps> it's just definitely yeah. saved. Yeah, you can save right before the torture situation. And then you can save while in the cell. They yeah. let you keep your codex. You can save in the cell, so it's not that big a deal. But if you submit, which you can do just by pressing the circle button, then you can't get the quote-unquote good ending. You leave with Otacon and Meryl dies. Mm-hmm. Um which I've never been able to do any ending but that, and just recently I was able to get the good ending and leave with Meryl, so that was good. Yay! <laughs> yeah. You got to remember to go save her too, though. Like no, yeah, like, you, you still got to go save her. <laughs> you got, like, don't just don't just be like, yeah, I did it. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yes, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Um, so, and this, and, and and again, I I just like the fact that you can climb under anything kind of go anywhere do most things uh the game is a little annoying at times the sniper wolf thing when Meryl gets sniped it, it even jokes with you there's another fourth wall thing where it's like yeah I think the sniper rifle is in the tank yeah, hangar on, on the second floor <laughs> he goes all the way back there and he it goes was, you know. yep <laughs> yep you have to go all the way back there and they know exactly what the player is saying because it is tedious yeah you have to go back <laughs> to all these camera areas uh, you have to deal with the minefield outside. It's it's a bitch, but uh, it was worthwhile. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a very interesting game um, and very cool. And then of course the epic brawling, shirtless Shirt between off. you and uh, <laughs> and Liquid at the end. I love that. That's fantastic. And mild spoilers when they bring that shit back in Metal Gear Four. It is. Awesome. I know, yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're just like, yes. So, um but yeah, and and, and thus began, you know, uh, the building blocks of what became, you know, the stealth genre, yeah. basically. Um but it's very cool that the the whole series started off with the concept of Kojima wanting to create um you know a game that worked to all of that that was doing something new that worked to all of the strengths of the msx instead of viewing them as setbacks Mm. so you know he designed around when he would run into something he made it an important part of the design which is why you know you move room you know room to room screen to screen things like that Mm -hmm. so anyway i don't know anything else you want to say about metal gear before we get going
0: well, I need to say I will point out um, the on the yo know, for, for these MSX games. If you look up sort of top MSX games, a lot of people do put one of the two Mel Gears at the top of the list. It really was a game that did think outside the box, really, and it's very different from games of the time. And dare I say, very ahead of its time, really, uh, in terms of design and scope. Um, and, and it's really kind of – because no, let's be honest as well. Most people that know Metal Gear don't know the MSX games. They only know it from the PlayStation onwards. Right. Um, so I kind of um, thought it was interesting that, um, that Kojima – because I was, when when, they, when he put it on the PlayStation, nobody, you know, because they, they referenced in the game the previous games. And everyone,
1: I didn't even yeah. know those games existed. <laughs> so, yeah. And I mean, I did, but like, I didn't know there was a. Se- or, well, I thought of the NES stuff. Yeah, you thought like right? the NES like, one, yeah. Well, okay, there's the Metal Gear game, which starts off so cool, and then you get in the truck, and then you can't go any further in the game. And then there's that dog shit <laughs> sequel, which doesn't even feel like the same game. And so, yeah. Um, but again, for me, when I played this game in the beginning, getting... Uh, I just remember sneaking into Outer Heaven. Like, those that initial part outside took a long time for me. And then, eventually, I got to Vulcan Raven. And- All right, well, we had a little bit of technical difficulties. But I think we should just... Uh, Uh, wrap this up but yeah definitely if you get a chance you should go check out those msx games they're fun um i might do a playthrough um and get a video live at some point but uh i don't know i go back and forth i don't want to overkill myself on metal gear too much Mm. before the fifth game comes out but to say, yeah, you're able to burn yourself out, Metal Gear. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's easy but, to do. Uh, <laughs> but if people want to play these, um, the ideal way, in my opinion, is to, if you have the HD collection already, you already have it. It's, if you play Metal Gear Solid 3, it's on the menus there, and both games are there. Or if you have PlayStation 2 version of Subsistence, it's also available on mobiles, Fred. <laughs> I don't know if you know I that. I did not
1: know that, so. But, All I right. don't know. But, I don't think iOS. I'm talking old school mobiles. So. Ah, gotcha. Um, yeah. You know, again, I think the best way, probably these days, to do it is to grab. Is it on the 3DS game? Unfortunately, not.
0: That and okay. that, that's. I'm going to get to that when we. I'm going to write a, a versions kind of uh, an article about the different versions of Metal Gear Solid 3, mm. and that's a huge misstep for the Vita. of the well, not the V. The Vita has it, and to be yes. honest, I'm kind of almost. I'm. I'm almost going to say that for you,
1: Fred. That's probably. I know you, you. You don't have to get it, but that would be the better version because it's portable. Right, um, and and that's that's the two things. One, it's portable, and two, you don't have to buy the whole collection. You can buy no, just. You just three. buy that. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So anyway, we will be talking about that. We're playing Metal Gear Solid Three for the game club, so check it out and um welcome to the week of metal gear if you hate metal gear it'll be over soon (laughs) (laughs) so all right man well until next time uh this is fred and jam saying peace out